Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, your New England-based podcast about everything New England, from places to go, people to see, things to do, and experiences we're having. How we doing, boys? Happy Wednesday. Yeah, happy hump day. Doing good, man. This is our first week of recording consecutive weeks, so you know what I mean? No, not a lot of downtime. We got to bring the fire, but I'm ready to go. Well, since the beginning, right when we like first started, we went like hard in the paint. We recorded like four weeks in a row, just really getting the getting the kinks out and whatnot. But yeah, for we've been going for now for a while, every other week, and like a smart group would would record on the off week, so we could like you know, like if we like give Garby a little more time to edit or you know potentially like re-record if we need to. But nah, we don't do that. We just. We dude, the it. big dog doesn't need extra time. If anything, dude, he so loves true. the pressure. He does. He he, dude. He thrives. That's the under environment. The he thrives. Dude, he does absolutely. Garb, how you doing back there? Enjoying my last three weeks of summer. Then I'll Ooh. be back to school. Don't know if I'll get the turnover as quickly. Um, Wait, when do you start school? August twenty seventh. You start school. Miss. I don't know why that sounds. I mean, I'm going to work every day, it's so our- I guess. Well, I, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know but, why I'm like sitting here being like, oh, that sucks. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't know. For some yeah, reason, yeah. Like, here, like I hear going back to school and I feel like I get this like negative nostalgia feeling of being like, fuck. Like, oh, it's no different when you're a teacher. It's yeah, literally dude. the same exact like, feeling. You know, you go to me. college and you're like, I'm going back to school. You're like, fucking right, dude. We're going back to school. Let's do this. Yeah. But like high school, when you were like going back to school, it was the most – like I feel like the week before you go back to high school – is like the absolute worst. It is yeah. the worst. It's not any different when you're a teacher. I mean, this year we are doing a they they're calling it hybrid just for because it sounds good, but really what's happening is the students are only going two days a week. Um, so two that days a my, week. Well, then they're doing the rest online. You mean? No, not even. We're just giving them extra work to do at home. It doesn't need to be online. We're not supposed to meet with them online because if we were to meet with them online and have a full school day, we'd be working double. You know what I mean? So it's not oh. – we're giving them extra work to do. We're not doing any, like, lessons online or anything. Are you still so, going to be able to send me those cool YouTube videos? You are a good YouTube teach, though. Um, I'm not going to be making quite as many YouTube videos. If you want to look at my channel, you can you can do that. Um, wow. Is your channel, like, open it. to the public? Like, could somebody's somebody's child who listens to, this, to the pod, like, potentially send, send them your way? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Ryan A. Garby. Is I, I just all I know is it's through my email, my personal email. So Rich, you might know more just, about that. Just give them just, your email and your password. They'll oh. sign in. Well, the Ryan A. Garby. Advantageous. So, so quick question. My mind just kind of went on a little bit of a tangent. So with the going back to school, like obviously everyone, even now, you still have those nightmares where you're like, oh, shit, I didn't go to class for, like, the whole time, and now it's, like, the final exam, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, super stressed. So, Garby, now that you're a teacher, like, I get those nightmares because I've never been on the other side of it. I've only been a student. Like, do you have nightmares from the teacher's perspective where, like, all your students are like, where's our final exam? Give it to us. And you're like, oh, shit, I never did the final I have anxiety dreams, like literally at night. Yeah, I I have dreams that school started and I don't have any lesson plans made and all that stuff <laughs> happens all the time. It's already oh happening. Oh my gosh, that would be a great sitcom episode. 
This is do you ever have dreams from a student's perspective anymore or just as a teacher? No, just as a teacher. See, wow, wow, you've crossed to the other side. Yeah. I I never get those about high school. I get them about college, though. Like, I just, like, like, in my dream, I'm always, like, like, I'm always, like, sitting there being, like, oh, okay, yeah, I got everything under control. I get this paper to turn in. I'm, like, doing the final, okay. And then I'm, like, oh, shit. I've been taking that math class this entire semester, but I haven't gone in forever, <laughs> dude. And, like, I walk in. Like, every single time I walk in and the teacher just gives me this look, like, dude, are you for real? I thought you dropped. Wait, you still have those dreams? Oh, dude. Like, oh, honestly, yeah. I would say. That's Not funny. like once a month, but like I would say at least a few times a year, I'll have like a vivid dream that I wake up and I'm like, wait a second, no, no, I'm not in school anymore. And I graduate, like we, we graduated in 2012. Like it's been a while. Like as much as I hate to say it, um, that's cool. Yeah, la- last I, comment. I do on have sc- a. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You got it. I have a student teacher this year, um, so I'm wow, pretty excited about that. That's exciting. You gonna so, put him to work? So that's a college student that. Um, yes, it's a college student. She seems to have, she seems to be like aware, like she has common sense and she seems to know like, yeah. So uh, she wants to be put to work. Yeah. Yeah. She she wants to, she wants to get involved like full time. I think she needs to teach full time for a while. So what do you, what do you mean teach full time for a while? Like, is that not required for everybody? Um, well, so for student teaching, some people, it depends on the program. For me, I had to take over like two classes, but for her, she has to take over all my classes. Oh, um, and like teach them for full like time. The whole... Yeah, for like a couple weeks. Oh yeah. shit! Wow, that's badass. So she... Do you just to get to like put your feet up, or do you have to like review her performance? Uh, there'll be a formal evaluation. Um, I could. So what I really liked when I was student teaching is my mentor teacher left the classroom and just let me, let me be kind of just riff. like. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you know yeah. you got it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ryan Garvey coming at you. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. All right, all right. Now let that mentor teachers out. Now you can see the real me. Now yeah. that's really what it is, though. That's how it feels almost. So I'm gonna be doing that a little bit. That's you crazy. Know. Going to grab uh, some lunch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna go to the. Uh, get You're gonna coffee. go to Jersey Mike's, right? Ooh, look at that back. That ball girl is smoking. I'm watching the Yankees Philly game. First baseline ball girl. If you're listening to this, is smoking. Uh, Rich is single. I feel like I am single. Um, hey, get just yourself to, a hey, nice just, ball hey, girl. Hey, just to put dude. it out there. Hey, just to put it out there, I am single. Um, taking resumes, taking resumes. But I, I feel like it's a ball girl. Like I mean, you got to be at a distance right now, and like I like again, not that like. Okay. A woman needs to wear tight clothing to be attractive, but I feel like a a baseball uniform is very, like loose. Um, no, she's wearing you know those things where, like they wear the oversized shirt and you can't see shorts because it's like the shorts are so short. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what's going on there on national television. That <laughs> that's what's going on there. <laughs> that feels inappropriate. Um, all right. Well, before we get in trouble, let's move on. Oh La- my gosh. <laughs> last <dude>. comment. <laughs> last comment about uh. About the the school, uh, I feel like a lot of people liked school shopping. I hated school shopping. Dude, I was always into going buying office supplies. That is just my thing. I'm like, yes, we're going to Staples, gonna get the best mechanical pencils, 
Banana, nana, since the day I was born. Banana, nana. Garber used to roll up. He's like, yeah, I got a new calculator, Clay. Dude, Staples should hire Garby for a commercial. Can't you just like imagine some like badass like ACDC song in the background, slow motion? Garby just fucking whips off the sunglasses, like throws the hair back, just goes in and crushes a Staples run. I'll wear my cutoff. Like, oh, right absolutely. Right wear your cutoff. Absolutely. <laughs> they could play back in black as he whips out a brand new black ballpoint pen. Oh, yeah, wait. dude. Just like... Wait, Rich, don't you know an executive at Staples? I do. Yeah. yeah oh, do. well, there we go. Yeah, there we absolutely. go. Free advertising already. So, uh, Actually, no, I don't anymore. Um, okay. Well, I know a former executive for, at Staples. I know a lot of former Staples people, though. I used to work there. Hot take, hot take. Well, actually, just like information for the historical information. <laughs> hot, for the take. Hot, hot take. Hot take. Like, ah, did he or did he not? Like, you know wow, I mean? that's a strong take, right? <laughs> Yo, call the hot take police, bro. That thing is flaming. Uh, I did, I did. I got the W two. Um, yeah, no, back to school was I, I, but I hated, I hated back to school shopping before I worked at Staples. I, I just, I don't know, I hated it. It just reminded me of going back to school, and like I always was like, I don't know, like how much stuff do I really need? And then I wouldn't buy anything, and then I'd go to school and I'd be like, fuck, I like don't have anything I need. <laughs> She's like, take out your dude, pencil. You're like, dude, oh, you know, damn. and my, and like, go, like Were God bless my kid. Yeah, dude, God bless my mother. Oh, like, my... she like eventually got to a point in her parenting career where she was like, you know what, like. Kids just got to trip and fall sometimes. You know what I mean? So she would just, like, not force me to go to school shopping, especially when the time I got to high school. And then I'd get there, and, like, yeah, I was that kid that was, like, always, like, hey, yo, Jessica, can I, uh, can I snag a pencil the... for class? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Dude, I, um, so what I used to do is make a kid give me their shoes for a pencil. But I learned quickly that's it's fine for like... most kids bad idea yeah right? not a good idea it was dude. funny though it was funny but then it, i got their cell phone uh, i'm like all right you want a pencil yeah cell phone i feel like that's any, it that would get collateral. Me, these days that would get, when i was in high school i probably wouldn't have cared but like like nick's like no i wouldn't give you my phone and then i'm like okay you don't get a fucking pencil then little johnny go ask your friends all right you fucking douchebag <laughs> he's like nobody can give johnny a pencil <laughs> uh <laughs> okay cool um we got nick's bachelor party coming up that should be that should be fun yeah, a couple of weekends. Yeah, dude. dude. Going back to the great state, state of, of Maine. Uh, great state of Maine. The um, the group message that is your bachelor party that you're obviously not in, Nick, um, is like actually like pretty hilarious, and it like goes nonstop all day long. Damn. Like, yeah, like I have to like turn it off and like catch up after because I'm like working, but like it just goes like Paris is in there and like I feel like he hasn't like been in a group chat with a bunch of us in a while, so he's just like going off on everything. <laughs> and then like obviously we're talking about the shenanigans we plan to get into during said bachelor party. So and then like you have like a dynamic like Todd's in there. He he's like he's the man who knows half the group but doesn't know the other half of the group. Same thing with Eric. Like you know what I mean? So it's it's an interesting dynamic. It's cool. It's been a fun uh. A fun uh, group, but yeah, we got some good stuff planned for you, big guy. Should be exciting. Um, cool. House, house looks lit, um, and yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Um, oh, I'm wicked excited. Yeah, can't wait. Should... We're gonna play a little golf too beforehand. Play a little golf. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the big yeah, guy's got some. Uh, you just got some golf clubs, I think, Nick. Right. Well, yeah, from Stecco. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, and from me. Did you what pay you that guy? 
I'm going to. You're taking these clubs for a hundred bucks. They're real. Are you not taking those clubs? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't con- commit to that if, yet. If, <laughs> okay, oh, here then we don't go. Take them. Yeah. I'll sell them on Craigslist for three hundred. It's fine. Got you, it. Okay. Well, you, wow. Jeez. You didn't commit to it yet. What do you think? You get a trial no, on your golf club? No, but dude, I'm just saying. I wanted Guys, to think about it. Oh, listeners, you're literally getting a small window into like exactly what this like this trio's relationship. Okay, is. dude, shut you have tailor made burner me? iron set plus that a three wooden and a five wood. Me, Wait, are they righties? Are they righties? Are they righties? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I'm try out, dude. I'll try them out when I get up there. Okay, like all right. That's well, one of you will take them. Yeah, it'd be exciting. I just got some pings, but hey, you know. Um. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, you just like no. See, now I'm kind of like you. Just never really like I wanted to talk to you about them, and like you texted me. You were like, "Yeah, these are really good clubs," but like I just know okay. it's like a set of irons. Like I don't know. I was I was golfing with the guy, and I'm not gonna so see just him like, again. Okay. Until so, after. So Stecco was just saying that because he had some irons, and he was like, "Oh, I wonder if these are too." like advanced for you he's like they're just something about him was different and so like are these clubs gonna be like so good that like it's like is it gonna be a detriment to me at this point in my process no they're graphite shafts um well they're no folks we'll take this offline we'll take this offline this isn't a very compelling conversation um i'm making a return back to burger bar burger bar brunch i've been once um this year but it was shut down pretty quickly after um so i'm excited to get back and it should be a good time uh burger bar in portsmouth new hampshire does bottomless mimosas on sunday and they have great food nick's not a fan he had a bad experience but new ownership since then and honestly i will say you are literally the only person i know that that that's not the biggest burger bar fan but i love it there they got a great chicken sandwich and you guys know i love a good fried chicken sandwich uh, Garb, you're a fan. Maybe not like a diehard, but you're a fan. I like the. I've only been for the bottomless mimosas. Yeah, turn up. So maybe. yeah, I like. They yeah, also I'm have slamming milkshakes. You can do milkshakes, so burger, fries, milkshake kind of thing, or you can do like more of like a, a gourmet burger situation. So it's it should be good. So I'm pumped to go there on Sunday. Um, speaking of golf, we've been golfing a ton. Uh, I feel like both of us, Garby, this year. I know I've been like just posting posting scores all day every day pretty much every single weekend so that's been exciting it's definitely definitely gotten the score down a little bit i'm definitely in the low hundreds at this point which is nice which is not good for anybody who doesn't play golf it's a pretty bad score still but hey you know what we're working on it we're working on it Dude, so, improvements small yeah. steps yeah and then um have you guys ever been to an unlimited sushi place yes no um there's a unlimited suit well i was because i'm moving back to portsmouth like i I said uh on the podcast last uh episode uh bought a house in portsmouth should be moving up next week actually so pretty exciting and i was thinking about like the top 10 things i'm gonna miss about boston that is not people and one of the i think what's like has like snuck into my top 10 list is there's this unlimited sushi chain yamoto there's yamoto like just the regular yamoto it's over in Brighton, I think it is, and then there's Yamoto Two that's on, um, oh, shoot, Boylston Street, um, and they do literally straight up unlimited sushi, and they just bring out these 
plates of sushi. And it's awesome. There's actually other sushi places around that I like their sushi better. And so I went there with a bunch of uh, work friends for like the first time in a while because they're opened up and they got a lot of really great uh, social distancing kind of stuff set up and it was felt super safe. So it was great. Uh, we all got together and did like this absurd amount of sushi. Uh, like, like I think over 100 pieces of sushi. It was fantastic. So... Um, didn't know if you guys like wanted to go sometime. We should we should put something together. Like <laughs> yes. um, I've I only be been down. in the Tampa Bay, Florida area to an unlimited sushi place, and it was like so the you, best experience. Now you'll just so you you can never go anywhere but a Tampa Bay unlimited sushi place. He's a Tampa Bay sushi guy through and through. That's him. That's honestly when I think of great sushi, I think of Tampa, Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah, of the course. butthole, you know I mean? <laughs> the butthole of Florida. <laughs> Uh, Garby, it was a good experience or a bad experience? It was good. It was still a nice place. and You had to do it to order, obviously. They yeah. didn't just like, have a buffet. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I think the key is. It's, it's to order. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, do you guys do the whole raw fish? So I'm like a, a pseudo sushi where like I, will not, like I will not get legit sushi. Like I'll do a crab roll or like that kind of stuff, but like – I, I will not do like raw, raw tuna or like yeah. that kind of deal. I rarely yeah. get raw fish. There's like some that are like, I don't know. No, I, I rarely ever get raw fish now. Like I won't do like a spicy tuna roll or something like that. I'm usually like a big tempura guy, big crab guy, yeah, nice little big fry. shrimp guy, eel. I'm allergic to shrimp. Ooh, I didn't know that about you. Allergic to shrimp. Really? I, you're allergic to shrimp? I am. That, damn, I didn't know that. That sucks. Shrimp's good. Shrimp's really good. Not allergic to like lobster or crab though. That's weird. Nope. Huh. Okay. Just Sorry, Garby. So there's maki, sushi, and sashimi. I think we're mostly when we say sushi, we probably mean maki, like the rice on the outside yeah. with the little stuff on yeah. the inside. I, I, I do All like right. a good eel wrap or whatever they're called, like you know the black wrap around as well. Most of your avocado yeah. rolls coming out. I'm way. a big. I'm, I I like maki. That's what I, I like. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like that basic. Guy. Yeah, I would say that. I'm like that, that Philadelphia roll, Philadelphia roll, spicy salmon, spicy tuna. Dude, like caterpillar you know. caterpillar roll. That's my shit. Yeah, spicy the specialty ones. Steak, that's my shit. Um, I like the um, uh, the tempura, the uh, sweet potato tempura, like super basic. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, as like far as like a veggie roll. I, I love a good avocado roll. I can pop that shit like popcorn. It's just fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll miss the uh, sushi down here. Um. For sure, just because I don't really think they, they there is a really great sushi place up in Portsmouth too. So, um, we'll see you there. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, you boys ready to kind of get into the main topic here? What are you drinking? Yeah. Ooh, big drinking guy. So we've been talking a lot about Winter Hill Brewery, and I'm like, you know what? Gotta expand. So I went with like the most basic like Boston Craft Brewery, which is like Night Shift, <laughs> which is like if you I have to expand my horizons, yeah, let me go yeah. to <laughs> which is like the biggest if you're not brewery. Yeah, if you're not from Boston, like I don't think Night Shift's like a like a super well known beer. Like I didn't really know much about it before I came down here. Um, but if you're in Boston, like Night Shift, they have a legit spot over in Everett. It's super fun to go to. They pull up a food truck, I think, every single day. Um, they have outdoor games. They have like a big outdoor space where you can play like yard games. They have a huge, um, like almost garage bar seating area. It's like a garage converted into a bar. And they do trivia there. I went to a Nintendo trivia there once. It was fucking awesome. And then they have like a more traditional tasting room and like their merch spot and whatnot. So. 
they really got location great. too at uh like Lovejoy Wharf behind TD Garden. But that, that's their garden, do... right? Like their beer garden. Yeah, it's not the official brewery, but I'm just saying like a night shift spot. Yeah, but it's not like a walk-in spot. It's like outdoor beer garden, right? No, 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 no. It's a walk-in. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I dude. That one. Um, yeah, so so that one's really good. And then, they, like you said, they do have a couple of beer gardens like it, like along the Charles River, Esplanade and stuff. So they got a good scene going on. I'll, I'll try to look it up before the end of the episode here, but there's actually a distillery down the road from Night Shift. I went there with some friends, and, and there's, oh. um, yeah, like a gin distillery, actually, I think, like down the road from Night Shift. Um, that's actually really good. So you can head up that way and do like a quick little day, which is which is lit. Um, so anyways, I'm drinking there. I didn't go to the brewery to get this. I just went to like my local beer store, but uh, <laughs> Shark Jumper. Um it's a New England IP, which like New England IPAs, which I don't really like. Again, like we've said this before, we I'm not like a beer yeah. snob, and like I don't know like what makes one beer better than the other besides tasting it and being like I like the, the distinction beer more. between a hazy IPA yeah, and I'm a New like, England IPA. I don't know, it's I'm hazy. Like, the name. Um, <laughs> so this is a New England IPA with lemon juice and lemon zest. So oh. I'm gonna say. I don't Not just really juice, taste the but lemon zest. that much, and maybe wow. yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's That's like surprising. Very, I don't know. Maybe it's like very lemony, and I'm just like a, a high tolerance lemon guy. Uh, but is it, it is expired? good. No, it's not expired. Are you sure? Yeah, it's fresh as hell. I don't even need to check because I go to Southie Liquor, and Southie Liquor <laughs> is the shit. They they got their shit on lock, so I'm not even worried about it. But yeah, nice. um, Shark Jumper. What are you drinking? I am actually going with a couple of classics from Cisco. Uh, I started wow. this episode off with a nice pale ale whale's tail. Wow. And now I'm on to their hazy IPA. I got a 12 variety this past weekend. Taking down the remainings. Even though I did not take advantage of them enough, I will say another, like, maybe not a top 10, but like a, a close to it um, thing I miss about Boston is, like, the open yard like drinking beer spots and like Cisco was it Cisco last year too that had it in four uh four points in like the seaport area I believe so yeah yeah and like essentially they open up like in this grass area this place where essentially the brewery is there there's a bunch of stands that'll sell the beer they usually like invite in some other I think some like other breweries and stuff like that as well they have a bunch of food um trucks and like restaurants that set up stands and sell food and they have like a bunch of seating areas and it's just like a super cool place to go after work especially uh it's right in four point seaport area um and cisco does it for the most part i believe and it's amazing it's definitely another thing i'll miss um is boston that's like a lot of those like kind of really creative ways to go like you know have a good time which is cool so garb what are you drinking over there Heine, i'm drinking I'm drinking the March Island Pulp Truck IPA. Wow. wow. The guy's stepping into a creative really good. space. It's a new it's hazy. It's a New England IPA. Wow. Um hazy you know and New England. Honestly, that hazy so, should get you drunk. Nick just says it's got a f- little tiny flavors. It's like you can't taste it. It's not one of those beers, but it's like a little pineapple, orange, grapefruit, just like that's what they say. And you can kind of like do a little, little taste on it. But Nick, this is your this is just as a little preview. This is going to be one of your kegs for your bachelor party. Hey, let's go, so, baby. That's a really good decision that. on our part with the, go with the kegs. Sick. Yeah, really good decision. Um, so 
Anyways, let's jump into it here. So, guys, we're going to be talking about, I think I mentioned this on the last episode, we're going to be talking about the Celtics today, doing a quick deep dive into uh, them and what's going on with them. And um, Green team. Yeah, green team. Might be a shorter episode. We'll see. Uh, I feel like we say that all the time, and it never really is. So, we'll, we'll see. Like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then what we're going to be doing is we'll be doing one more episode in august and one like i think it's the first week of september so um yeah a lot of content coming your way um and we'll we're gonna have a non i think a couple of non-sports episodes coming up for all of our non-sports fans out there um first topic i wanted to bring up is the celtics kind of blow to start off right now like what the fuck's going on right now nick thoughts yeah i feel like it's been a little bit so i want to just like not to or like call you out or like I don't know if you did but did you watch their second game at all against no, not Portland start to finish, no. did you like see Call any of it some or highlights but not okay a lot. so I will say blow isn't the right word but like and like I do kind of agree with you but they have been like inconsistent it and might I will actually say more it, on it might have been their sorry, first go ahead. game sorry it might have been their first game that I caught highlights from I'm I'm now, now I feel like okay. So, because they played three games, they lost against the Bucks, they beat Portland, and then they lost to the Heat last night. Um, their game against Portland was like the game that all Celtics diehards love to see because you had Jason Tatum dropping a thirty-four spot, and you had Jalen dropping a thirty spot, and they were just like they they dictated the game, like they were just they were the ones putting their will on it and that's pretty impressive when you got like damian lillard cj mccollum on the other side like portland's a pretty good team yeah um okay so damian i think i I feel like i do remember seeing a damian lillard um highlight because i feel like i remember either texting you or talking to somebody and being like damn i thought damian lillard was gonna sit out but he didn't end up sitting out obviously um yeah it was taught so yeah i guess i did see some highlights there but yeah so but i will say that they did suck against the bucks um and especially tatum and we'll get into that and they were not that good against the heat last night and the heat didn't have jimmy butler and they still lost so it's like they had a chance right now to play themselves into so much more or like a much more favorable position with the seating even though like home court advantage isn't a thing but right now it looks like they might get philly and like as much as i kind of think that they would have the edge. I think that whole like mental like dominance over Philly is like a thing of the past a little bit. And like Philly's a pretty good team, dude. They do not have a guy that can cover Embiid. So I think that that would be like a that would that would be a tough series for them. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Philly is so soft. I don't know why. I just underestimate them. I feel like, but at the same time, they've they dominated always... the Celtics this year. Yeah, I know. But just like they get into playoffs, and I just feel like. They're soft, dude. I, I Philly know. hasn't been doing too well, right? Their shooting is like way down. Without Red, like without Reddick and Butler, I feel like they don't have. And their defense, like, yeah, I feel like their defense isn't holding up like it was last year. I guess year. in fairness, this is like a completely just like side comment, but I just like glanced at like the stat box from their first game, and even though they lost, Joel Embiid put up like a forty twenty spot with like a bunch of blocks, and I was like, damn. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's not really like a hot. DeMar DeRozan threw up like 30 points on Monday um, for the for the Spurs here. (laughs) What what is that? I don't understand. (laughs) Were they playing Philly? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That was that. Sorry. I'm sitting here reading. I'm sitting here reading stats, and that wasn't very coherent. Uh, Demar, De- I was Demar like, Derozan wait, is richest Spurs fan. Yeah, dude, I'm a huge Spurs guy. <laughs> Demar Derozan playing for the Spurs. I guess I just like I. I don't know. Like I. I was. I was gonna say like my point was gonna be like like have they even played anybody that's good? Um, and I was like, well, I guess Demar Derozan's pretty good. He threw up 30 points the other night, but. Um, I don't know. I hate Philly so much, and I think that they're super soft. Oh, they're so I definitely guess, the team that I hate the most. Yeah, I guess I'm not, like, overly worried about them. But then again, like, you know, they did, like, again, in that Spurs game, it was 30-32. to 32, So they definitely are putting up points just, you know, to the shooting. And then, like, before that, they played <laughs> – to be one thirty to one thirty two. Sorry, yes, man. It's a it's a rough <laughs> night for Rich tonight. One thirty to one thirty to thirty two. You, you know, know these 30 NBA to teams 32. they love to go on these yeah, offensive literally, runs. Couldn't catch a basket. Thirty to thirty two, um, <laughs> which is pretty absurd. Uh, and then against the uh, Pacers, they were twenty one to twenty seven. So I mean, they're putting up points. One twenty one um, to one twenty seven. Again, it. too. I, I feel you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not like they like scored 21 points. I know, dude, but like, maybe we don't have some sports inclined people that yeah, are trying to learn about sports and they're like, wow, 21 to 27. Yeah, you're right. Anyways, barn burner. <laughs> Back to the Celtics. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I, I think like against the Heat, Tatum scored 23. He had seven rebounds, one assist. Like, I feel like I need more out of him right now. I know that that seems ridiculous with 23 points. No, but... not at all, dude, for sure. Like, if the way he's walking around, too, and he's starting to get a little bit of that. Like, I think a big thing what held him back last year is he thought that he had already arrived and was kind of playing as such. Like, he was like, you know what I mean, John, with the refs a lot, kind of like looking for calls, like not hustling back on defense a little. And it's like, bro, you're, you're not there yet. Like, no offense, you're not LeBron James. Like, we all have very high expectations from you, but like you have not ascended to that level. And so the other night I saw him, like there was a couple of times he was like looking for calls and like, I it's hate, like, dude, I like, hate that about his game this year. He's had a really great year, but he is absolutely the player that looks for calls now. And like, I'm a like you. Nobody should look for calls. Just like, just like play the game. I hate that mentality. But like, I get it if you're like a LeBron and you know, LeBron plays a really hard game. He plays a really really tough game. He drives to the basket really hard. He jumps like higher than everybody. He's usually faster than everybody. And and a lot of times files come out when you're trying to make up for your athletic deficiencies compared to the person that you're actually playing. Um, and now it like doesn't hurt that he can also shoot, but like, so, and like, he like has the ball all the time and like, that's just how he plays and Jason Tatum, you're not him yet. And so I guess my whole point in that spiel is like, I can see LeBron, although he gets a lot of foul calls, like I could see him still not getting quite as many as he probably deserves. Like he probably still gets fouled a decent amount where like, it's not caught, um, Whereas, like, Tatum, I, I rarely see myself being like, oh, yeah, ref. Like, I mean, like, you should have really given that one to Tatum. Like, you know, I just – I don't feel like he's there yet. And I honestly don't feel like he gets fouled that hard either. So, I don't know if, like, I'm on a, on a limb here on that. No, I mean, that was my point. Like, I totally agree. I just don't think he 
And I think that, like, I don't know, you're just more, as you continue and get more veteran status in the league, like, the referees are more apt to believe you over, like, a rookie, you know what I mean? If, like, you are dribbling on, like, a rookie and you go up and you don't miss it and it, like, looks like there's semi-contact, he's probably going to call a foul because it's like, oh, rook can't play defense yet, like, Tatum knows what's up. So if it's like, I don't know, you just can't pretend like you're that 10-year veteran when this is your third year in the league and you really just started to take off for, like, the last couple of months before the whole well, quarantine I think when, started. I, yeah, and, like, I think also, the, like, sorry, Garby, go ahead. I think if the Celtics go anywhere, if they make a deep run in the playoff, Kemba needs to be there. And he needs to continue to be the leader that he's been because um, Tatum's only had like Kyrie as an apparent leader in his first two years. So I don't know. I think I think you need to have that leadership to kind of like help him know his role. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, he's like the he's going to be like a huge star, but he's not at that level yet. And I mean, I think Kemba obviously on the floor needs to step up as well. He's he's hurt. Um, well, so that's kind of where I. Like, I understand what you're saying in that standpoint, but, I mean, and call me crazy, but, I I mean, like, I hate his guts, but Kemba, or, like, Kyrie is a far superior player to Kemba, personally, I think. No, but so, like, no, but so what I think, like, Garby just said is, like, oh, he has to, like, know his place and, like, get there. Like, I mean, I think Tatum's place right now is the, the best player on the Celtics. That doesn't make you the leader of the Celtics, though. No, I agree, like, but like, like I don't. I guess I kind of like, just you know. no, 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 no. But I just I took Garby's statement to be like Kemba needs to assert his dominance and be like, yo, I'm the one, you're the two. Yeah, like Kemba may be the leader, but like I just like the one as far as like offensive stature on the team. Like when you're talking about like the the talent, like whether it's best player or however you want to phrase it. I think like Tatum is the one on the team. Kemba may be the leader and Mm. same with like Marcus smart, but I think that Tatum is the best player. I think, I think the line between Tatum and Kemba is a lot thinner than you're giving it credit for. I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you, but I would also say like Paul Pierce was the second best player on the Celtics at when Kevin Garnett joined, but he was always the one. It was always Paul's team. Like, always yeah i guess i just i just kind of think that those are two different things i mean they, like, I they think are that those, that's, that's kind of my point teams, is they are 100 was things. the one being the best player and, and being like the like the best no player but i'm saying like being like the the one is it are two different things i think no so i think that be i think that i guess i just put different definitions to it like i look at it like those heat teams like I think LeBron was the one, but that was Dwayne Wade's team. Yeah, I would say that that's another really great example. Like, like Jason Tatum can be the like best player on the team. That doesn't mean he's necessarily like the leader. And and what I think Garb's point and Garb jump in. Like, but I think Garb's point was like you need to see a, a dominance from Kemba Walker. That honestly, you you see from Marcus Smart more. Honestly, like I think, especially in the first game where like Marcus Smart has that attitude, I think he falls too much on the not good enough side, especially offensively. Kemba is good enough. Kemba can put up 40 points any given night when he's healthy. That's not in Marcus Smart's repertoire. That doesn't make him the best player, 
but it, it does make him good enough to be like, I'm the leader. I have enough skill to be the leader and I have enough talent to be the leader and I'll be better than you, the best player on the court, when I need to be because that's what leaders do. It's the same thing with like a Paul Pierce, the same thing with like uh, a LeBron. Like, so you kind of just stole like my take with that where I think that's more on Marcus Smart. Personally, I don't think Kemba has been here long enough to like... Oh, I disagree. I mean like Tatum, this is Kemba's first year and Tatum has already gone further in the playoffs than Kemba ever has. I don't I don't pay you the money I pay you, Kemba Walker, to have Marcus Smart come in here and be a better leader than you. I would say the same thing about Gordon Hayward, but at the same time, like Gordon Hayward, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, if Gordon Hayward can get to a point where like he's like putting up twenty points on the rag with like a handful more rebounds and and like a handful of assists, I'll be ecstatic, right? Like I've given up on the the fact that like Gordon Hayward's gonna be like a uh a mid twenties to you know thirty point guy and like the best guy on the team. So I'm just putting that out there because I know you can make the same argument I'm about to make about him, but I'm just saying I've given up on that. Kemba Walker, we brought you in and we're paying you like big money to play this role, to be the best player on the role. You were supposed to come in and replace Kyrie. No, you're not as good, but that's because we couldn't get somebody as good as Kyrie to come here. Kemba came here. There was a lot of doubt. He showed up big time, I think. Right. But like right now yeah. we need him to show up again. And I'll be honest, like I'm not super pumped that he's not hundred percent healthy right now and coming in here on limited minutes. I don't really buy like I don't buy that at least either either the injury was a lot worse than we thought it was or something else has happened. And like that's like the other thing that's kind of annoying to me. Yeah, I think it's definitely the former. I mean I think that the whole excuse be like, oh, well, it's like COVID. Like he wasn't able to get like the proper medical treatment that he needs. And like maybe initially that was the case, but you can't tell me that a guy with his money and like part of a team of like of the Celtic stature and resources that like he could not get the treatment he needed for his knee where four months of rest wasn't enough. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. If so, I like, he the, needs. If I go to the booze store. I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like after. Uh, uh, like That's four, what I'm saying. Four weeks of COVID, you you could have been back at PT, or you could have been doing PT virtually. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like this is. He's an athlete. He's a pro athlete. It's not like this is his first injury he's recovering from. Yeah. Like again, So that's what I'm saying. I'm not a I think that. Like, but. No, but that that's what kind of makes me lean towards. Like, I think that it's needs like surgical intervention. And he was, like, holding off because we obviously didn't know how long this, like, quarantine and play stoppage was going to take place for. And now they're trying to just, like, manage it. Where And I get, like, nobody ever, like, comes forward and is like, hey, I need surgery and I'm going to have surgery after the season. Like, you never say that. You kind of just, like, shut up and, like, play your thing. But I don't know. I kind of wish, like, athletes were more real in that sense. Where, like, if he was like, yeah, like, I'm going to have surgery after the season, but I'm playing through it right now. So, like, what I'm giving you is my best. And it'd be like, oh, dude, like, he's fucking leaving his, like, bleeding out there on the court, like, leaving it all out there. I would have, like, a little bit more respect, and you'd be like, instead of, and I mean, I get, so, yeah, no, totally. I guess I feel like Mm, I do, I'm not saying that I hear people come out and say that they get, Really? I think you get less. I feel like you hear I think about in basketball, playing injured all the time in football, like hardcore injured all the time in football. 
Like it's, I, so that's because they have to they have to disclose those injuries. Like the injury report, I think, is way more fudgeable. Unless you're the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the Seattle Seahawks. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's interesting. I I hey, listen. I'm, my point is just being like, I need I need more than 14 points, one rebound, and four assists out of you, Kemba Walker. Like that's just if that's cool. Like that's what. Well, I need. and what I'm saying is, I don't like. I think his injury is pretty serious. If if the season went on as normal, would he have been out the rest of the year? Do you think? Um, that's what it seems like, right? Like, what was it? Four months of basically him. No, doing dude, nothing? he played at the All Star game. He played yeah. in the All Star game. That's what's like super annoying about this is he's been injured for like a good portion of the season. The guy chose to go play in the All Star game, and so it's like you're playing in the fucking All Star game, which is uh, when was the All Star game, Nick? February. Yeah, so like right before COVID, like you're talking a month, like under a month before COVID. And like you're playing in the All Star game, and then you come back after, like like ninety plus days, and you, like aren't healthy. Like what what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. and so I think part of it too, it or the lack of playing time, I should say, is my guess is it's probably upper management with the Celtics. Yeah, there's probably some sort yeah. of like. It, like wanting them wanting to protect their investment in Kemba, like they got a lot of money tied into yeah, him the next couple yeah, of years. They just had a, a max contract with Hayward kind of blow up in their face because of a big time injury. Yeah. So I feel like they're probably like shit. Like we're not pushing this this year. Like we got three more years of this guy. But I don't know. I don't know. The guy the guy has sixteen points. Sixteen points is his high. One rebound and like sub five assists. All these so, games, I just need more. I need more. I know he's. I know he doesn't have that many minutes, but like, I don't know. No, dude. But that's like, I'm sorry. I gotta kind of call you out. Like, if you watch the games, Kemba looks like Kemba. It's just he's literally playing like 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean he's got like yeah, 20 right. minutes. He's got 19 minutes for the. He's got 19. Like he, minutes. Okay, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take the 16. The dude looks good. Minutes. I'll say that. I, I will take that. Um, he's just not playing enough minutes, and that's like, the Celtics. 14 but the assists are like the assists are troubling though nick i don't know like the, like he's he's never been I, a big assist guy i though. know i just like i i guess 22 minutes one rebound two assists 14 points i don't know why i it, it seems so deflating to me i guess like okay so so you're saying okay so if he, what, if he, he makes came two out more baskets he's got 24 assists you know if he makes two more baskets he has 20 points and that's almost a point a minute which is like I mean, good, um, dude. That's very good. The issue yeah. is that he's he hurt. probably it, plays thirty plus minutes. The issue is he's he's not getting minutes. I, yeah, that's that's the only yeah. issue. Might, um, I just like also hurt. think those are like yeah, high octane chemical plays. Yeah, maybe I'm. You know what? I mean, hey, those numbers are fair. Maybe I'm complaining about nothing. I just, I don't know. Like, yes, I want more minutes from him, but like, see, like twenty seven minutes. That's not like crazy. It's probably about like a little less than ten, a little less than ten shy of what you should have. So um, if. If Kemba continues to play like these limited minutes, what's what do you think the Celtic ceiling is for the playoffs? Uh, I think that they should still make the playoffs. I don't think well, that they yeah. have a wait. Make the playoffs. Guy, I think I mean, sorry, sorry, I sorry. I think they they will still. I still believe that they are going to make the Eastern Conference. I honestly do, but the I finals. Yeah. But but the, well no the NBA finals I don't like play no the East finals 
Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. Okay. What, well, no, you had just said Eastern Conference, I and I was like, I apologize. So I did said you mean what like... I meant was they're going to make the Eastern Conference? Um, so basically, you know, over the, dick, the Raptors, so you're getting called out. Um, and I'm just saying to go to the NBA Finals, I that really doesn't seem possible to me right now. Like I'm completely abandoned that, and like I was pretty big on being like, I, I was pr- I was pretty big on them having a chance to contend for it. I was huge just because I think that they have so much talent that they could be spreading. But right now. Tatum's not stepping up. I mean, like, Jalen's, you know, doing Jalen. Like, Kemba's limited minutes, and I wasn't impressed with his points, but I, I will say I was, I'm probably wrong. When you're looking at the stats, the stats are, like, not that bad for the limited minutes he's playing, so I guess I'm just pissed about the minutes. I mean, hey, Gordon Hayward's having 36 minutes with 15 points right now, and that's just, that's not ideal. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, Hayward sucks. I hate him so much. He fucking blows. So He's Celtics right now, Celtics right now um, are the third seed. First, let's say first round they play the Sixers, who are the sixth seed, with Kemba on limited minutes. I think that's a good matchup. I think the Celtics can win, but they could lose. But I don't see them really going past the second round of the playoffs into the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, because they would have to play the Bucks at that point. So. I don't know, man. I think yeah, that see, like it, it, when you when you ask me if they're gonna, you, if you ask me if I think that they can like beat the Bucks, my answer is like no, I don't think so anymore. And I, I that was the team that I was like, people are overestimating what the Bucks are gonna be able to do. I think they're gonna come back from this tough because they rely so much on that one player, whereas we don't. Like we just you know spent some time here talking about splitting hairs between Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker, and like Jalen Brown can on any any given night put up points like that. Wait, too. Garby. Like, they have to play I think the you're wrong. That I was just gonna say, as the as the three seed, they would play the Raptors after the, the Raptors are the they two the seed. Raptors. Yeah, after the Sixers. Although the Raptors looked really good the other so night. So no, and that was gonna be kind of like my next. The Raptors look super so good. So as currently constituted, night. they would have to go Sixers, Raptors, Raptors. Bucks. Right. Them five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, with that, with Kemba unlimited minutes, I think that if like if we're playing a hypothetical game, if Kemba's unlimited minutes, but Tatum kind of like resumes form, then I think that they are good enough to beat the Raptors, but they are not good enough to beat the Bucks. Um, if again, big if they just like once the playoffs start, they kind of unleash Kemba. Like if everything goes smoothly over these eight games, and they're like, okay, I guess like we're just gonna send it. And Tatum does resume form. Like, I think Kemba's been playing good, man. He doesn't look, like, slowed down or anything. I think Jalen's been playing good. Tatum had that one, like, complete shit game at the beginning. But if he can kind of still pick it up, I don't know. I I think that they could. <laughs> I don't disagree. I, 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 completely, I completely agree with you, and I guess that's what keeps – I still. We're just on I other sides of the spectrum, it. kind of. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think – <laughs> Excuse me. Two, I think two. Brad is like the kind of coach that has no problem playing it safe and sticking to the plan during the regular season to make sure that he has his players to the playoffs. So very, very possible that you know they come back and yeah. I, I think another problem like compared to last year, they're not. I I feel like they're not as deep. Like they're playing Wanamaker and Ojale. I mean, they're you know they're fillers, but I just. I just feel like they're not as deep as last year, and I feel like that's a weakness of theirs right now as well, on top of Kemba just playing limited minutes. 
Yeah, no, I think you make a good point. That's that's absolutely a fair point. Um, okay, let's see here. I had one more thing. I think I you wanted to, to talk cover. about Tatum's contract. Oh, yeah, so I think Jason Tatum might leave the Celtics. I honestly believe that. And now that is a hot take. Hmm. Well, we were just talking about hot takes. I think it's why he came back. I think it's why he came back. Because if you... If you did any listening about Jason Tatum, he he was very seriously thinking about not playing this season, the rest of the season out, obviously, um, and which is wild because he was having such a great season and he's coming up to like a restricted free agent contract and like, but I think I wonder if he's kind of like I'm gonna get the max restricted free agent contract. Either way, but what I need to do is show other teams that. I'm worth the big bucks when I go free agency in a year. Your thoughts? So (coughs) the NBA um, contract structure is set up such that I think it like greatly enhances the, the teams that currently has the player, their chances of keeping them. And so were Tatum to not sign like at least this first max max extension with the Celtics, he would lose out on like a bunch of money. Like the Celtics can offer him more term and money per year than any other yeah, team in the NBA. Do you think he'd go somewhere? Like, do you think he's like just like a huge family guy? He's not from the area. Like, do you think he would like rather go somewhere else? So I would if there was like a. So he's from St. Louis which doesn't have a team really that represents it. So if he was like from New York or something, like maybe just from this, like where you're like, ah, superstars kind of like flock together. But I don't know, man. I think he's kind of like putting up roots in Boston a little bit. And I think Jalen signing here last year. So I I was, I want to be I think that the Jalen signing, to be honest, Again, like, I'm kind of going back on my point where, like, I feel like I was, like, it's stupid for these players to not at least sign their, like, max restricted free agency deal. But I was really pumped because I feel like Jalen is a very, I mean, even we've seen with everything going on, he's a very, like, outspoken individual. Um, and you always kind of, like, have those negative rumors about Boston. Um, and he was, like, a young up-and-coming talent where... I could see him attracting like other guys and he like very much chose to re up with the Celtics and is like, yo, I'm a Celtic, like saddle up, let's go. And I feel like that looks good for the rest of the NBA. Cause I feel like Al Horford leaving kind of was like, as I'm not a huge Al Horford guy personally, but I don't think that that looked Hoy-fee. great for them that he chose like Philly, especially um, cause it's like, I hate they, Al Horford. Now. Yeah, no, I really they, do. I, I hate Al Horford. He's not now. even starting. He's, he's not sucks. Even starting he's old anymore. bag of dicks. I know he's he sucks now. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. I'm glad he left. Honestly, cause he, he was sucks. never really that good. I, he just I played him. a lot of minutes here. No, that's not true. That's good. not true. He was good, especially his first, his first year. Um, he was good. So like five years ago. Okay. Anyways, I'm just saying I was a Horford fan when he was here. I'm glad he's gone now because he's a backstabbing SOB. Anyways, um, your pick, one person right now, you're like, yo, you're the coach or you're Danny Ainge and you get to call this one person in your office and like you have the speech of a lifetime 
and whoever you call into this office is going to step up the rest of the season. Who is the person you're calling into the office? Who needs to step up for you? Okay, I guess I kind of took that question like two different ways. Like, is this a person, a player that I think needs to improve greatly? Or like a guy that I'm like, yo, if I can unlock them to have a superstar potential Honestly, run. Like, so my I th- my pick was going to be... Interpret it anyway. Interpret it the way you interpret I'm gonna, it. Explain I'm going to pick the latter and I'm going to go Jalen Brown, as I kind of was just saying. I think that, wow. dude, like watching the game yesterday in Miami um, a little bit, he there was like a sequence and i think it was in the third quarter where he just plays he has like the marcus smart level of intensity but he obviously has a lot more talent and i think that sometimes he just kind of tatum is a lot more finesse where i think like he's gonna like kind of get his a little more easier where, like, Jalen, if he is, like, locked in and playing, like, 110% effort when he is out on the court, it was, like, the sequence. It was, like, he grabbed a defensive rebound, like, outlet to Tatum, ran down the court, Tatum bounced past to him, drives to the hole, take, goes again, makes a stop, like, fast break, Brown for the layup, like, comes back, gets another defensive rebound. Like, he just was, like, in that game. And that was, like, the only real point where they kind of cut their deficit a little bit. And I was like, oh, shit, like, Celtics making a run. So if I'm looking to pump up one guy, I'm like, like, I pulled Jalen in there. And I'm like, yo, this is your first season with that big contract. Like, dude, like, you know what I mean? They didn't bring you to the all-star team. Like, show them. Yeah, I've been very happy with him coming out of his big contract. I do think he kind of got a little snubbed for the All Star team, although it's it's tough. I, I looked yeah, at the, no, it's tough. Most of the players, and it was it was tough. But like I I would I think he could have made a case. Um, but yeah, Garb, who's your one player? I mean, for the guy who needs to, I think Jalen's gonna do great no matter what. I mean, honestly, if you look at his stats next to uh, Jason Tatum, I don't think I think he might be a little better like his i think he takes smarter shots first let's of all. go i think i think brown takes smarter shots if you watch the game tatum i mean okay not as much this year like tatum will drive to the hole a lot more than he did last he drifts. year um but yeah dude tatum will just take those fadeaway shots that are just like you don't need to take those brown squares up i feel like he just doesn't take those like unnecessary shots and i know that tatum's like more of a one-on-one player I think he plays a much more fundamentally sound right game. and i know tatum's more of a one-on-one player so he's gonna do like those fade away like turnaround kind of jays but i th- i think no matter what Jalen's gonna no, do well just, no he just thinks he's Colby. i know i mean I know. r.i.p colby all due respect to to the great mamba but um he just like he's not and he's not the, like nick you had a great take earlier more so when we were talking about the fouls like he thinks he is there yeah he's, he's not. not there yet he's not he and like in furthermore he's a heavy step away from being there oh like damian lillard is like there but like last year for me damian lillard like like really took that step to be there and like jason tatum is not like at last year damian lillard for me like like not even close like i think he's got really really great potential but like he's not there yet my guy, if if the playoff, if the uh, Bruins, sorry, if the Celtics were to make a run, rough night for the boys. I guys. mean, I mean, obviously you're gonna say um, Kemba with his injuries, but besides that, I'm gonna say 
Gordon Hayward because if he could, that's a great if he take. could come I out and that. be him like what he was two was it two years ago, two three. years ago, three years ago, well three years ago, if he could yeah. be that, the Celtics would have no issue making it to the finals whatsoever. I mean, yeah. there'd be Honestly, a zero problem remember, at all. Remember the beginning of this year. Like that little time when Jalen right. Brown was injured and Hayward was like, you were like, oh shit, is this like, I don't know, he had that year of injury and then last year he kind of was like sucky on and off. And then like he started this year just on fire and you were yeah. like, yo, yeah, is Hayward like, is this finally what we get? Because like, this is yeah, pretty damn good. Back? And then yeah. he got hurt again and that he's kind of just been back in that last year mode, but yeah, Garby, that's a good take. I feel like if Hayward... I think that's a great take, Garby. I think it's an absolutely great take. Um, what about you, Rich? I think I got to go with Kemba Walker. I just, like, spent so much time... I was going to say, you like, have is, to. You got to stand by your take. <clears throat> this is this is probably, like... And that's probably why I've spent so much time shitting on him, is I'm like, I... Garby, you really, like, sang to me earlier, where it's like, I really need him to be the Paul Pierce. I need him to be the driving force of this team because I think he inspires the kids to be themselves and be good. Like, like he's not like, he's not like Kyrie was a little like, this is my ball. This is my court. This is my town. Like ask me before you play in it and like do well in it. Whereas like Kemba's more like, yo, I'm going to go out there and ball out. Is anybody else trying to ball out? And like, I feel like, the kids respond, and when I say the kids, just you know, we, I'm talking about Tatum and Brown. Um, respond to that so much, so much. Better. I do like that. I think take. you're gonna get, <clears throat> you're gonna get 150 percent effort from Marcus Smart. You always do, and always will. Um, I think Gordon Hayward is going to show up in unexpected spots um, and remind people that he can put up 30 points in a night. I agree with Garby. I think. Jalen Brown has played a really consistent, really healthy season, and I think he'll continue to do that. And I think Jason Tatum is that next guy. Like, right? Like, I think he can be like again, not like I don't want to like I don't. I'm just I'm not throwing like LeBrons and like Davises out there just because like they're like sometimes like or like you know Durant's because they're like considered generational players, but like he can be in that like. A A plus category player. He's just not there yet. He's like, for me, just kind of started to get invited to the A minus crowd, like personally. Yeah. And like, I just think, I think he needs a Kemba to take the pressure off because when he goes, when he has pressure on him, he starts to be like, all right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna Colby this shit. That, that's and a good gonna, point. Like, that's a very I mean? good point. I'm gonna, he's like when he has the pressure on him, he's like I'm gonna I'm taking this. I'm gonna do the the dribble 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 around dribble around dribble around. Maybe pass to a guy who has no option but to pass back to me. And like I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the shot. I'm gonna try to control the game. But when a Kemba Walker is going out there, he's not like a selfish player. Like I don't find Tatum to be a selfish player. When somebody else is going off, particularly his boy Jalen, he's dishing, he's doing his thing. He has I feel like he gets almost as much joy out of making a dope assist play as he does like a, a dope, you know, offensive scoring play. But <clears throat> you know, if he has Kemba Walker to take that pressure off and inspire Jalen Brown to do great things, I think that that's where you're going to see A-plus Jason Tatum, which we've seen from time to time. 
He's just not there where he does it consistently. So, um, any other thoughts on the Celtics boys before we close out? No, not really. I think you're crazy to think yeah. that Tatum's going to leave. Not like, not yeah. right. I think he, I, I, I'm not like saying he's gone. I'm just like, and I'm not even saying after this next one, but like he's going to get the Jalen type contract, except it'll be the max and he's going to, he's going to sign it. But like, I don't know. Maybe we'll see how they do over those next four years, and like maybe the band breaks up. But he, I hope like, he, do, I hope he does. I, I, I hope he does. I think we have something here. I really do. I think we have something there. I think that I think that this group of players, and when I really mean this group of players, I'm to be honest, I'm talking about Tatum, Brown, and Smart. To be honest, I think that those three, with the addition of like they, good players, they need a they need a more the road, competent big guy. They do. They really do. They need like a. You know, they like they, like I would just I just because I was watching the Last Dance, like they need like that Dennis Rodman ad, yeah, like you know what I mean, like that defensive savage. I was even like, gonna go Ben Wallace, edition. yeah, but like same deal. Like they that. need a they need a defensive anchor like in Perkins. the page. Do you remember like yeah. Kendrick Perkins? Perk would be great. Like that would like if they had a Kendrick Perkins and fast forward two years, like Tatum signed, Brown's well on his way, Marcus doing his thing. If they had a Perkins, I just think that that. That team playing against teams that are that are now starting to rely on players who are significantly younger than them and less experienced than them could really start to dominate. I really yeah. Do. So yeah, um, is Tatum like not showing up because he was playing golf? That so that's gonna piss me off, and I w- I guess I will say pre- or preface it by it's not so much the golf, it's the time you spend focused. And like taking away from what is supposed to be your craft, like bat, like I don't care if you're golfing, like if you you're shooting? doing pottery ceramics, if you are a fisherman like myself, <laughs> <laughs> like you, huge fisherman. Yeah, like basketball is is your priority, dude. That is your bread maker right now. Like you need to like, and like you came to the bubble to do like one thing. And so it did very much upset me when he was like, I was playing golf like twice a day. And you see all these videos of him down in Orlando and he's like still playing golf twice a day. And then he came out with that first game and laid an egg, like probably his worst game to date as a professional. It it was not a good look. Really, really bad. Really bad. So I will say if he continues on this trend and doesn't have like another terrible game and he's like playing fine, then like, whatever, dude, do whatever you want. I will say with the one caveat though, I know that I feel like back injuries are a very prevalent thing for golfers and like your rotator cuff sometimes and like a back injury for a guy that's six, eight, six, nine, or like a rotator cuff injury for any basketball player is a pretty big deal. So, so, I will say that there's like basketball has historically put out some really great golfers. Steph Curry's a savage golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, MJ, I don't know how good he was, but he like played a lot of golf. Ainge, Danny Ainge played Larry golf. Bird. Um, Larry Bird, yeah, played golf. There's also I'm forgetting another really good golf basketball player. Doesn't Charles play a lot of golf? Yeah, but he wasn't that no, good. Barkley. No, I don't Barkley think he's sucks, great, though. but yeah. he plays a lot. Yeah, yeah, he plays. He sucks though. Um, Anyways, like so, there, there's like there's a thing, and like I think, oh, I think Ray Allen's a pretty good golfer too. I think like there's a thing about the snipers. The snipers are like really good golfers. Um, 
so I, I get it, but I don't know. I, I'm with you, Nick. I actually called into one of the, the Boston sports radio shows because they were talking about him golfing and like, you know, are you pissed about it? And my take was pretty much exactly yours. Just like, listen, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, but come back and perform. Because like, if you're not out there, like this isn't like the off season. Like I get it. You need a break in the off season. Yeah. And so like go do non, non-basketball. I completely support totally. that. Totally. But you should, like, theoretically, no coronavirus, you would just be playing basketball right now. And you wouldn't be out golfing. So, you know, like, order a hoop. Let's, let's you know what I mean? Let's do some basketball. Yeah, or, especially. Or let's, or let's golf and come back strong. Or let's golf and come and back so, strong. And so, and that was kind of in light of, like, those comments that he made earlier in the quarantine where he was like, oh, yeah, I haven't even picked up a basketball for X amount of months. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like you're supposed to be the face of the Celtics going forward and like you make and like not even like I know you haven't gotten your megastar deal, but again, like you're a member of the Celtics, an organization with a lot of resources and you're still making millions of dollars a year. So dude, like pony up and get a fucking hoop for your driveway. Like there's no excuse. I guarantee the Celtics, I guarantee the Celtics will let you, let you write that one off. Like, and, and if not, like, yeah, I'm with you, Nick. Like I just do it. Right, like if anything, how like much is a hoop, a dude? A couple hundred bucks—that's chump change like, for Jason Tatum. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, so Wait, yeah. Can I ask one well, question? What? Shoot, Rich, Rich, you call on the sports radio a lot? Are you um, like a regular? Any more? Any more? No, I was a regular on the Bill Ryder show for a while when he was doing the six o'clock on. Uh, I think it was. CBS Sports uh, Radio, I think it was. It was, uh, it was one of like the the radio app like ones that you can do. Um, so yeah, I used to call it a bunch though. Yeah, Nick, do you call on the sports radio? Not like uber frequently. I'm not a regular by any means, but I do call into the 98.5 station like every once in a while. Okay, okay. When it, whenever right, I dude, hear Bill Ryder, Ryder than it's you. usually Rich from Boston was a regular. It's usually whenever I can hear like a take that's just so egregious where I'm like I cannot let my my opinion go unsaid. Like this person is an idiot and they must be shot down. Dog, have you ever called into a, a radio station? I have to the Big Jab ninety six three the Big Jab, but I was on hold and I had to hang up. <laughs> you love the Big right. Jab, dude. It's You're good. obsessed. It's good. Listen to the Big Jab once you, in a while. Yeah, you just like you, you, you. I've heard you bring up the Big Jab on this show multiple times, in person multiple times. You're I am, I am. I'm guy. a huge Big Jab guy. Um, Garby, you should call in because you have way better baseball takes than most of the people who call in about baseball. Yeah, so, yeah. You should. I'm encouraging you. Um. All right, close out. I don't have any close out notes. Any uh, any freestyle here? No anything, to, anything to close out with, boys? Uh, just exciting to golf. Rich's thirtieth birthday coming up sa- this Saturday. Uh, the big three. The day zero, after dude. the day after big this podcast zero. comes out, uh, give it give him a happy yeah, birthday. Big three zero. This wasn't our best podcast performance, so maybe it's me getting thirty here. Um, but yeah, no, it should be fun. I think it's awesome. Thank you, Garby. Garby put this whole thing together for me, which is. Uh, a proof of the amazing friend he is. Um, so thank you, Garby. Shout out to you. But yeah, we're doing the Kennedy Classic. I think we got two teams of four, um, and we're we're gonna be running some running some games, running some bets. Dude, I went to the driving range today, and I I kind of made an adjustment on my driver. I hit it straight a couple times. Felt Garby, so good. Garby, Garby on peas, hole seven. So you remember your you know your favorite hole that has like the water yeah. right in front of the green. That's hole okay. eight. The hole right before that, right. right? And so 
It's right after that, like, super straight Is it the one they got, like, an eight on, uh, hits the sand bunker, and then over into the yeah, other sand the, bunker? Yeah, they got sand yeah. on, multiple, on both yeah. sides, yeah. So I'm playing with my little cousins and my uncle. Uh, we're playing nine holes, and um, I, I love my cousins, but, but you know, a, a core, they're twins, right? And so, of course, one of them is having the worst day, and then one of them is having, like, you know, a good day. Um, and so we're, we're playing, but we're all having a great time, right? And... Um, I step up and and I'm like, all right, guys, I'm just gonna let this one fly. And this one's like kind of a dog leg, right? Like if you're standing at the tee box, you can you look straight at the hole, but there's a there's a hill, so you you theoretically could hit right over that. It's not a big hill and not a lot of trees, but like the the green or the fairway kind of dog legs right. And so I get a little bit of a I get a huge slice, or if I can hit it right, I get a little bit of a slice. And so I just. You know, I was like, all right, guys, I'm just going to let it fly. Stepped up with the driver, let it rip. We were playing the white tees. 265-yard drive. And I know that there's people who might listen to this podcast and, like, that's not that impressive. But I'm telling you right now, I get jacked up if I can hit it 200 yards on the fairway. And, like, this thing was dead center fairway, like – Crushed it. Like, might have been one of the best shots on the course that day. I'm not going to lie. It was fucking awesome. Approach shot. Uh Uh-oh. Just took out the 52, mm-hmm. was about 96 yards out, or sorry, sand wedge was about 96 yards out. Boom, right on the green. Three putted for a bogey. <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I was such, I was so bullshit because it's the worst thing that happens. And, and like, I'm I, like, you know, for putting, like, I'm okay at a decent distance, like, say under 10. But like, the worst is when, like, I'm about to par or I'm about to, like, like or I have like a birdie shot and I'm like 20 plus feet out because I just like I don't know I just fucking throw it away like if I'm within 10 I feel pretty good about it but like or if I'm with 20 feet out 30 feet out and I'm like I'm shooting for bogey I'm pretty good but like if it's like for par or for like birdie and I'm like 20 plus feet out I can't even get it within like seven yards of the hole or seven feet of the hole it's fucking ridiculous so yeah I fucking muffed it on three putts and it was horrible so yeah but shot a shot of fifty on the shot of fifty eight for nine, I think, or fifty one. So yeah, we'll take it. All right, boys. Anything else? Five stars. F- five stars. Um, we need five stars. Please review us on Apple iTunes. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Interact with us. Um, oh, yo, you know what? I think we got a question. I know we're going. I know we're going a little long here, as predicted. But I think we actually got a question. Hold on one second. I'm trying to look it up. Oh, you know what? Okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna say this question, and we're gonna come prepared to answer it in the next episode. This question's from uh, a longtime listener, Rich Raymond. Um, who is the most influential influential person born in New England? Over the last hundred years, and why? Tom Brady. Easy. He wasn't born in New England. No. You're a fucking I know. Idiot. I'm just. It's I a joke, hate dude. Tom Brady. Um, who is the most influential person in born in New England in the last hundred years? And for reference, JFK was born, I think, in like 1917. Because I was like, that's easy one, JFK. But honestly, 
that will be a great intro to our next yeah. episode, which will be our drunk history episode. We're doing episode. a drunk history episode. Uh, I don't know if they have that trademark, so... Uh, anyways, a, a drunk history like Tipsy episode. history. Tipsy history. Is Rich Raymond your um, alter ego? I feel like that's like your second personality. <laughs> hey, Rich Raymond here. No. Rich Raymond's my boy. Oh, yeah. You know, I used to work with him. Dude, he's in the recruitment world. Garby, you... No, I guess you haven't met him. I was gonna say you may. I thought Rich, we might have golfed together once. Made this but alternate so. personality. Uh, but no, he's a real listener. He's actually he's definitely gonna hear this, so it'll be interesting that you think what he hear what he says. Uh, but anyway, shout out Rich Raymond. Thank you for the question. Other listeners, please send us questions: text, email, call, or you know, just over Instagram would be great. Five stars, please rate us. And uh, Nick, where can they find us? At any social or at any underscore social, excuse me, for Instagram. Um, if you're one of our couple of followers on Twitter, at any social too. On Instagram, you can find me at sun underscore of underscore Ray 24. I'm Ryan A. Garby on Instagram. Ryan A. G-A-R-B as in boy E. And the A stands for Alakazam. I'm Richard Kennedy. You can find me at Kennedy1627 on Instagram. We're New England Social, your New England podcast about everything New England. I'm here with Nick, Ryan. Peace. Abracadabra. Peace. (laughs)